0: Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to Where's My Boyfriend podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co host Nay and Sunny D. Hey, honeys. I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who has thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento. I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole once you think you have one thing conquered something else pops right up hey everyone it's Sunny D, and to me adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes yo this is your girl Nakai and I'm your host of where's my blueprint podcast I randomly burst out in song love ice and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for thanks for joining us now let's get to the episode hey welcome back to where's my blueprint podcast where we deliver entertaining educational and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting happy african-american business month y'all so go celebrate a black-owned business or go patronize at a black-owned business celebrate them retweet repost all of them if y'all need some examples yes share that money share that money with them keep that black dollar circulating in our community a little bit longer than six hours thank you y'all thank you y'all but with that we as y'all know we Drop something new, so we wanted. To, Sunny D's going to tell you all about our newsletter. Hey, friends! Can't get enough of Where's My Blueprint podcast? Join our free VIP community for exclusive WMB content, including a brand new newsletter, bonus episodes, and so much more. You can sign up for free by clicking the VIP is a place to be button in our link tree in the bio of our Instagram at Where's My Blueprint Pod. Can't wait to connect with you. Go ahead, Nate girl. So guys, you know, we come up with all of the content, but this is y'all's podcast too, uh, to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know, we keep it popping hot out here. Email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or hit up that little drop box on our website at wheresmyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com. Or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at where'smyblueprintpod.com. Okay. So y'all know we all have to pay these bills because it is summer and AC bills and electric bills are a little bit higher because you want to know why? The AC is running a little bit more. So with that, we need to pay our own bills. So if you are a business owner and looking for a way to create systems to help streamline your business, check out ICL Solutions. It is an online business strategy who specialize in creating systems for businesses. Use the code. WMB to get a free 40 minute consultation. Okay. What is one part of your career that you enjoy? I'll say for me, one part of the week I enjoy. I mean, one part of my career. <laughs> I enjoy it. it's honestly like just serving and making a difference in like one person's life because the impact of one person can really change a lot. For instance, I work with college students, so a lot of the college experience, if you don't have a parent that navigated or an older sibling that navigated, can be extremely hard. It's like a foreign country, foreign world. So many departments, right? So like having that one person that's able to like not handhold you but navigate you, help you and guide you to be like, nah you need to really talk to this department and ask for this person, because as y'all know, depending on who you get, being a POC, you may get the runaround so many times just because they don't want to deal with you or they assume that you are angry POC, right? Or you're ignorant because you don't know the lingo. And I don't think that's fair. Um, so I would say really for me, just helping people and being that one person to help navigate you and guide you on the right path. I don't know about you guys, but there are the majority of my time, I'd feel like I don't have a career what does that even look like for me? We just working at this point, trying to survive. But I will say being able to work remote has given me much more freedom and peace of just being able to operate, take care of things around the house during the day, take a nap. Like Just the balance that it gives me has been a part of this current work experience that I am really, really enjoying. Tony, I'm glad that you kind of mentioned the beginning of that because it tapped into what I hoped y'all were picking up on, the fact that you your career doesn't necessarily have to be totally encompassing up your job. Your job is just what you go to, you spend money on. But your career is what you want to do with your life, like the overarching goal or dream. Hopefully, most of the time, our job coincides with our career, but sometimes it doesn't. So with me, the one part of my career that I enjoy is linking families and kiddos to services and being a cheerleader and not a gatekeeper, but a gate opener to some avenues and things that they might not, you know, know about or have the access to. But one of the things in my current job that I love and I am enjoying more and more each day is being a coach and helping the people under me see their potential and pushing them to be greater and also advocating for them to the higher ups. I knew that was a part of the job and I had no issue with it, but I didn't know how much I would actually enjoy just being of service to people under me. So thank you ladies for sharing what part of your career is y'all like. Next up, we have our either or. So since my two ladies on the pod are business, boss, entrepreneurs, about they money, honey, yeah you. I see you looking behind you, yeah you. Would y'all eat want to either have a super profitable business idea but not know anything about starting said business or be an expert at starting businesses but have no idea on what business to create? This is a good one. Just instinctually speaking, similarly to y'all's answers in regards to the either or, the idea of mentorship and being able to coach or guide, provide resources, things like that, I feel is a very high value to be able to not only possess, but to give. So I would pick being an expert on starting businesses because I have a lot of ideas, but who knows if they're good. <laughs> but being able to like actually coach and guide someone that has a really great idea and get them connected to people that can help them realize whatever that goal for themselves is, I think will be really lasting and really effective. Yeah, I agree with that. My answer was definitely be an expert at starting businesses, specifically because I mean I'm thinking of tech companies. If I have the expertise, you have the idea, we partner together, we both become profitable in the end. Like And I really think of like the main example is Shark Tank. All of them are experts at starting their business in their lane and they partner with people who just need a little bit of, you know, expertise or mentorship, hell money, So my, that, that part of is like, when you start in a business, where do you get the money to start the business, right? Like, where do you get the funding depending on that? And if I'm, if I have that expertise and knowledge, definitely would love to share, but not just share it. Like um, something like you hit on Sunny D is like the, what's the quote, the more that you have required, more knowledge that you have that's required, the more is more of you. It was in Spider-Man. I was like the Spider-Man quote <laughs> with great responsibility or with great reward, A great responsibility, or something to that effect. Where were you going with this? Girl, I thought she conflated Bible with Spider-Man. Okay, so it wasn't just me because I was like, I'm trying to figure out what scripture no, it was actually both. So I was trying to merge both of them. I was like, No, it's in the Bible, but it was also Spider-Man because Spider-Man took it from the Bible. Too much, because the Bible said, "Too much is given, much is required." But Spider Man flipped it. So basically, I'll go with expert at starting a business. So, ladies, Nakai hit on once again. My, these ladies are awesome. So the term for this is actually a venture capitalist and we are all on one accord. So a venture capitalist is a person, well, venture capital is money, technical, or managerial expertise provided by investors to startup firms with long-term growth potential. Typically they have access to a stake in said company's equity. We are all of one accord. I too would want to be a person to spread my expertise and knowledge because like Nakai stated at the top of the episode, I want that black dollar to circulate. And if I could play a and more black people having businesses and becoming self-sufficient, then that's what I would want to do with my life. Help others get that money. And if I can get a little bit on the back end, that's also very good. Yeah, I just think of Air of like how man, that is a smart human being. Like how he was like, Okay, I like the music. But I'm just now investing in all these startup tech companies and like has skyrocketed in that field, like in his lane, like making boo of money. Like, he don't have to rap another day in his life. let's also not fail to mention our boy, Draco, aka Soldier Boy. Okay, so with that, thank you. That was an amazing either-or and a great way to open up this episode. Thank you, Nay. We have a quote of every single episode. So today's quote is, there's nothing wrong with staying small. You can do big things with a small team by Jason Fried. I like this quote. I love playing a big role in a small position. You know, I uh, too much responsibility, too much big title behind my name, making my booty clench and my anxiety skyrocket. So I love this quote. I agree. I think it's just important to just start. I mean, let's be real. All successful businesses that we know off the top of our head, whether they are websites, whether they are companies, our devices, a lot of these things started like in garages. They started really small with a handful of people if not only one person and they were able to make something that was long lasting and pretty dope they're probably really big now but ain't nothing wrong with a small team if you know if you have people on your squad that are competent and that know what they're doing and that passionate about the work and the goal of whatever it is that you guys are working y'all can do whatever you want so you hit the hammer on the nail I always get that wrong I hope that was right the nail on the hammer listen you hit you made your great point that was a great point you made And I say that because I think of like um, one of the podcasts I I listened to, she's a multi-million dollar brand, multi-million dollar brand, and they only have 10 people that works for the actual company. Multi-million dollars and your team is small. And so then I also think of like how you said people who started small, like thinking of like Bill Gates or uh, Steve Jobs, Bezos, all started in the garage or something really small with like three or four people. And then they got big. And so I really like this quote because I feel like in today's time, we have Instagram, Facebook, all this social media telling us, oh no, go start the business and go do blah, 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 blah. You only need, it's only three things you need to do. Then you blow up. But also I think there is something beautiful and I don't want to say small because small is relevant, right? Because small to me could be 10 people, but small to somebody else is a 500 person company because 500 and under is still technically a small business. So like, I feel like understanding like your small could be to me like that small one step like what's that one step you can do to get you to your goal or get you to starting this business but also I'm a 2 own horn hell we are a team of three we get shit done and we got a one we got a nay on our team that makes sure we get shit done <laughs> but I even think and Sunny D helped me realize this when we had our phone call that y'all sorry we're not on uh-huh. <laughs> but on our call like she made me realize that we're a team of three doing a basically business of a team of 10. But we're doing it. We're getting it done. We're out here. Hey, y'all. But we, we're we starting small. And it's three of us. And I feel like we may add some people to our team later, but that'll be a discussion. But it may it's not going to be 500 people because who's going to be managing 500 people? It's not us. So unless Sunny D and they taking that over because that's not me. Grow up 500 people. You also got to split that money 500 ways. That's not in my ministry. God that in my meditation, so no. And so as y'all can hear that, we are today talking about starting a business. It's Black Business Month. So of course, we wanna talk about Black businesses and black, and starting a business. What does that entail? What does that look like? Um, because I do feel, like I said earlier, so many people think like, and I say this because my friend literally told me this last night. Of like, why do people say you can start a business in three easy steps or hey, you can buy a house. It only take three easy steps. And I was telling her, I was like, because they're just trying to get you in there's nothing in three easy steps like I can give you the steps to start a business but there won't be three easy steps unless I give you the literally the first three steps and then you're gonna come back to me and say okay what's next what's next what's next yeah that just sounds like a pyramid scheme or a multi-level marketing tool you know which surprisingly a lot of things are one of them like when you start to think about it a lot of things are multi-level marketing tools but that's a different episode yeah I agree like they're The idea of starting a business seems simple because that's kind of the narrative. That's kind of the conversation, especially on social media that you see. It's like, I started with $100 and I turned this email thing into like a multi seven-figure thing. Here's how I did it, buy my course. Like what? (laughs) And then the course doesn't give you any substantial assistance or guidance or actual like resources to utilize. And I feel like that's part of like the entrepreneurial lie, so to speak, where it seems so easy. It's been told to us that it's simple. Everybody should do it. People should be starting businesses and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is, is not everybody is meant to start a business. And the quicker you realize which side of that coin you are, the better a lot of parts of your life shall be. You are correct. And I say that because it's okay to work a job. Like, I want to normalize that it is okay to go to work, do something you like, and go to fuck home. It is definitely okay. We keep getting into this world of you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, or ooh, so-and-so is an entrepreneur, so they like look all lavish. And stuff but y'all want to hear the truth about entrepreneurship you don't get paid for a minute so if you're not working a job who, who paying your bills you don't know how to network oh well who who gonna help you get the funding that you need because your next blessing is not the air well yes it is god don't, don't strike me down but typically another person is the one who has your blessing so it's not the how it's always a who has my blessing who has my money who is going to help me and I say that because like specifically when we started this I was thinking of like dang this is an awesome thing my next question was like god who is going to help me god you need to send me these people because i'm not doing this by myself because this is a lot of work and god was like cool go to sleep and when i went to sleep He gave me the people that he needed to work, that I needed to work with. And now we have Nay and Sonny D. So when we think about stuff like that, I really want y'all to know it's okay to not be an entrepreneur. You're, it, an entre- entrepreneur is just a word. It really is a word because I remember my friend tell me I'm the busiest unemployed person I know. And I am. At that point, I was unemployed, but I was the busiest person she knew because we were building a podcast out from scratch. Sunny D, you also said about having the idea Right. Like you can have the idea, but then you take the course, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes I feel like so many people have these beautiful ideas, but they're too scared to act on. And when you're afraid to act on something, like if God has given you an idea and he said, act on it. Even if you just write it down, even if you just ask a friend, like act on it, because that next blessing is in the act. I just wanted to add, if everybody was meant to be an entrepreneur, how are these businesses going to take off? Because you need somebody who's going to work and work them. Like there's nothing wrong with being a worker. Be. Everybody can not be Queen Bee. They can't. And honestly, it's a headache being in charge of everything. Like it's a headache realizing that the success and failure lies on your shoulders. It's a headache when people's livelihood, like people's kids' future, relies on you and your decision and your wisdom and your forethought. That's why I'm gonna do it. Like I tell Nakai all the time, I don't want to start my own business. And I feel like she lucky came for me, but that's okay, Hepa. I know it is not not my season of starting a business. Now, do I have dreams to be an independent contractor? You know, party of one later on down the line? Of course, but right now, mm -mm, this ain't my ministry. I'm here to help other people fulfill their dreams and gain my portfolio. So when I do step out on my own by myself, I'll have a more enriching toolkit to draw from. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with having a passion to help others fulfill their passions or goals. You know what I'm saying? There are some people that truly enjoy being part of a team and being able to bring value to someone else's mission or someone else's goal or whatever. Totally fine. And it's fine if you're not that person. That's cool too. But can we also talk about how there's this narrative of starting a business that goes in line with hustle culture, which we've mentioned a few times on this pod, but like starting like people that work nine to fives are lower level, so to speak, as far as quality of life, but have. Have you tried starting a business? Do you know how many hours it takes to start a business? Baby, you are not working nine to five. I promise you, you're not working nine to five. You don't want to work your 40 hours a week and you want to start a business so you don't have to do that. Somebody lied to you because starting a business is not just a 40 hour a week thing. If you want it to be successful and you're dedicated to it, you probably sleep in three, four hours max. Maybe if you ain't up all night trying to get proposals or network or do all of these other Things that you need or want to do for your business to take off, especially nowadays in, in the world that is social media content and social media marketing, connecting with people online. Do you know how long it takes to make them damn TikToks and those reels or whatever and do all the editing and all the things? You better take that nine to five and go have your lunch break and get your insurance and sit down. Be on insurance. As an entrepreneur, you don't have insurance because, well, let me rephrase you have insurance, you just got to pay for it yourself. So that small amount of like, oh man, that's Taking a hundred and something dollars out of my check. Yeah, when you're an entrepreneur, that goes up to now almost nine hundred to a thousand just for you every month. But I wanted to circle back to something that both of y'all touched on about understanding the back end, honest. And what we're I don't want this to come off as like we are discouraging anybody to become an entrepreneur. Like we're not doing that. But I also want y'all to have the reality of what this is. Specifically, like if we were talking about going to Six Flags, I want you to have the reality of going six legs. Like. You're going to be in lines for a long time. That's the reality. If you're going, if you're in Texas, then it's hot, drink water because it's hot as hell. That's the thing, understanding the bat, like the reality of anything you're getting into. And honestly, you don't understand it until you get into it. And I was talking to my friend yesterday about this of like, because buying a house, no one really understands anything until you take that step to get into it. Because your house buying process may be totally, totally different than my house buying process, right? Because you're looking for something different. Different. That's entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship, I could have, let's say, hypothetically speaking, if my dad is Bill Gates, no, nah, scratch that out. If my dad is the wealthy, if my mama is Oprah, or if my auntie is Oprah, my entrepreneurship journey is going to look differently because of who I'm around than if we are starting from scratch one and we don't have these connections. It's funny because the Social Proof Podcast, He this I, we will link this in the blog. I, I know I can find it. He was talking to like his group or whatever. And one guy came up and he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna be a billionaire. And so the host was like, David Shands was like, So what does it take to be a billionaire? And he was like, Oh, hard work, dedication. And they were like, Hard work? (laughs) And like, the side, what I heard, he didn't mean it, but what I heard was the same thing as I said, Nigga, hard work is your answer. And my thing is like, and they talked about it of like exactly what Nate hit on earlier is like, when you become billionaire status, you don't go to the store anymore. When you become billionaire status, that means, Everyone under you is relying on you to ensure this company runs because now my livelihood is dependent on your next decision. So when they have to do layoffs and stuff, that's because they have to cut so much because some something happened in the budget, right? But all in all, I don't want that responsibility to be like, mm, I'm at a billionaire status and I got to cut so many people. If anything, how can I give back? How can I create jobs? Like that's the whole purpose to me of being an entrepreneurship. If I'm an entrepreneur, I am creating jobs and I'm not taking on more than I can handle. Meaning right now we are a trio, but we can, us three black women can run this fucking world. We really could. However. We not doing that because we don't have the time and we don't want to do that. Now, what we want to do is we do. What we don't want to do, we don't do. That's it. That's all. And my Tabitha boy. Yeah, I think a phrase that you mentioned is realism does not equal discouragement. Too many times we feel like people are just trying to be a hater and you just try to crush my dream. You a dream fillers. Like, no, no, boo-boo. I want you to be informed, make a well-informed decision on whatever it is you want, because it's easy to say the word, but it's the doing the work that separates the real from the I love that you say that and we're going to have a vulnerable moment. I love how you say that because I was talking to one of my friends and we were talking about her business and she started this business like maybe seven, seven eight years ago. And at the time we were both wanting to start a business at the same time. She knew what she was going to do. She had it out. She knew it. I was like, I just want to start a business, but I don't know what I want to do. So I, I stopped. And so me and her basically had a conversation regarding some other stuff and like other business opportunities. And she brought this back up to me. She was like, Hey, you remember when you said you're going to start your business? Have you done that? And I was like, "Mm, in a way, yeah. Why? What's up? And she was like, I really feel like you need to do this. And I was like, yeah, but I think that was my dream and my passion at that time. I'm not passionate about that. And I'm not going to dedicate the time or the energy to put something on because you think it's a good idea. I said, I will give you and support you and give you all my brain knowledge and my notes at that time. And you can do it. But for me, I don't want to continue to try to build something that I'm having to force myself to get up and do and so she was just like well I think it's a good idea and I'm like yeah whatever you can do it y'all life is too short to be miserable and to be chasing other people's dreams that's it that's all life is too short to be chasing other people's dreams somebody write that down that was good that was good I wanted to touch on again like she mentioned earlier we are not in the business of discouraging people from following dreams stepping out on faith amen do what you got to do but I do want to point out out that there are a lot of quote unquote businesses that exist, especially in the Black community that have the title of business, but do not operate as such. So doing business and your only means of conducting transactions is via Cash App. The fact that you don't have a website, which costs you maybe $12 a month, very easy to set up, um, a lot of which are free to build as well. Um, There are so many free or inexpensive resources to legitimize your business so that you can be visible and actually get the... The traction the visibility the profitability that you are indeed seeking please take advantage of those things that exist and stop doing business in dms and stop having email addresses that end in gmail or yahoo or whatever when it should be hello at such and such website.com you know what i mean like there are so many resources that you deserve to have and you deserve to take advantage of that will set you apart from a bunch of other people yes you may. Maybe doing hair in your mama house for the time being—that shouldn't stop you from having a website. That shouldn't stop you from having a process on said website where people can book your services and see exactly what it is that you were offering and conduct your business online. Not everybody needs a deposit. I understand why people have them, but let's be real. Can we stop for a second? Like, if you are going to have a business, have a quality business. I would like to add: if you're going to have a business, get some certification get some credentialing behind your name because even you can get a braider's license in most states. You can take a master class. You can take free trainings. Harvard got a slew of free courses for you to use. Like there is no reason why you should A, not have a plan because I think some of this is in the planning stage that you should be doing and not doing as you go because that's already setting yourself up for failure. But if you have no credentialing behind your name, I don't trust you. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like me. Like, no, I'm not. Like, There are very few times that I'm going to give my money to somebody making plates if they ain't got no kind of culinary, no kind of teaching, or even a business class behind their name. Like, nah. Or unless you can be vouched for as Ray Ray Grandmama. Like... Um, somebody, grandma, mom, might that might be, you know, enough credentialing for me, but I digress. Get, get you some know-how behind your name. Heck, at this moment, I am reinstating my social work license because I got plans that I'm going to need my license behind my name to show that I'm qualified to do the job. So I just want to say, Sunny D came for y'all. <laughs> And they just did too. And I'm happy for it. And I say that because, yeah, I am petty. P e to the T-T-Y, I'm petty. I don't know where these songs are coming from. That's just how my brain works. Hey, neurodivergent over here. Anyway, I love that they said that because I think that's one thing we really don't realize And talking about taking stuff for granted. In our society, if it's free, we feel like it's not worthy. If it's free, it's not good enough. If it's free, oh, I don't want it, but I'm going to go over here and pay two to what, almost 50000 $60,000 on something that I could have learned for free. And that's one thing I do admire about this younger generation. I don't know what they are. The generation after us is what, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Gen Z? Gen Z. I admired them because everything that they know and everything that they're learning, they're using their resources from TikTok to YouTube to Instagram. Like they have literally, I've seen some of them build out specifically on free platforms and learning from free platforms. And that's a problem for me because it's like, if you know what you want to do, go to YouTube first. And I also think I'm going to circle back to the how of like, you know how they say, oh, you can build a business in three easy steps. Steps, you can learn how to braid in three easy steps. Little gem for y'all if y'all are starting a business. The reason why they do that is because the how is my money, meaning I'm going to teach you the how. And that how piece is the money that comes from me. That's my money, right? And so if we're looking at that, meaning if you, because when they said a licensed braider, <laughs> Maybe I just I had to do a praise dance because some people out here are braiding, but you over here was taking, you taking edges. You pull a hair out. You don't understand different textures. But if you don't have a licensed braider specifically for me, because I know how, how my natural natural and I know you understand how to work with natural hair, I will definitely drop you the 250 that you're asking because you have a credential behind your name. But also come professional. Don't come with me being hood and stuff. Come professional. If I have to put down, in real life example, I have to put down a $25 deposit to hold my spot. That means when I show up and I have to be there 15 minutes early. So when my appointment is at two o'clock and I show up at one forty-five, and I'm sitting at till two, I'm sitting until 2.15, you don't start on, t- on me till 2.30? Bet. Oh no, we cool. Because then I'm gonna tell you one time, hey, my appointment was at two. You told me to be here 15 minutes early. I got here at one forty-five. Now you're encroaching on my time. Are you gonna have me done or not. Oh yes. And the person was like, stop doing the girl she was doing to start on me, watch me, get me done. And so when it comes to, when it was come to pay, I deducted that $25 that I've already paid you on top of another $25, because you're, Your website stated you $25 to reserve my appointment, right? And that 25 goes to my total. Cool beans. But you started on me late. So if there is a $25 late fee for me, there was a $25 late fee for you. It was an argument, but I was like, I'm not, arguing. we're not going back and forth. I'm going to sell you what we can and what I, what I choose to pay you without a tip because you were 30 minutes late. I was here on time. I paid my deposit. You decided not to be professional and double book. Now whose fault is that? The customers or the professionals? So understand professionalism, because that could have been an easy resolution of, you know what, you are right. Or, hey, text me. Hey, I'm sorry, my client is running late. What I will do is I know you didn't have this treatment, but I'll give you a steam treatment instead. Boom. Cool. I'm okay with waiting because I don't want to pay another $15, $30 for a steam treatment. I didn't add that on. But understanding professionalism and how, and that goes back into the how. And Nay said that about the planning stage of what does your business, what do you want your business to? look like what kind of experience do you want your customer to have what does your website what do you want your website to look like do you and go and do your research look at other people's websites do you want it to look more classy chic do you want it to be bright and bold like do your research because this right now is the free time do your research and ask yourself questions listen there there i feel like a whole episode in and of itself on the hair braiding professionals quote unquote could be a thing because i will tell you I still haven't found a stylist, a beautician that I'm comfortable enough with because number one, you have on whatever your Facebook page or whatever IG page you have for your business, all of your rules and regulations are all in caps. So you yelling at me from Jump Street about what to do and who not to bring in all of these things. So that's intimidating AF. You want people to respect your time, which is why you charge what you do. Yet you didn't take the time to build an actual website. Make it make sense. You know what I'm saying? If you have a, if, if your only means of being able to communicate with you is to DM or to send you an email that doesn't have your website's name, you know, as the at the tail end of it, like that to me screams unprofessional. That to me does not, make me comfortable with wanting to spend my money with you and my time. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to put down this deposit, like Nikai said, to hold my spot just for you to be working on someone else when I get there or still, or you don't show up at all because you having to run all these other errands or whatever. So now you have poor time management skills. And and I am not the best at that. We all know this. However, comma, I need y'all to get it together. Like you want your time to be respected. You want your talent to be respected. And this is what kills me because these people are talented, they are skillful at what they do, however, comma they lack the professionalism and the just the business literacy when it comes to presenting what their skill set is and the needs and the service that they provide and that people are actively seeking. Make it make sense, please and thank you. Please get a website. That, listen, if you don't do anything else, if you don't hear anything else that I say in this episode, it is to get and build a website. Also, for my people starting a business, just because you have quality work, like basic quality work does not mean you can charge over and above because people with subpar work are going charging over and above. Let me illustrate this for y'all who don't understand this. Walmart should not be charging Bloomingdale's prices because Dollar Tree is charging target prices because I am tired in multiple sectors of people doing basic C average work and charging over and above just because people do when BF work are getting away with charging CB level prices. Two wrongs don't make a right, even in business. I second all of that. With the email situation, I'm going to say, yes, it's unprofessional in some instances, and sometimes it's not. Meaning when you are literally just starting, the easiest free thing is Google. Get a Gmail. However, don't have it say bootycheeks at gmail.com because now we got a problem. I don't need your personal email. I need your business email. So if you are using Gmail, have it top braider, at gmail.com but when i go to your website your website needs to stay top braider right it just needs to match i guess sunny z say what you said i mean if you're selling booty cheap then okay fine that makes sense if that is your product or service okay cool and i'm wrong with it that's just what it is just make sure the moral of the story is make sure your marketing is consistent and it makes sense also if that's your personal email please get another one why is gifted person in me like this only fans have email addresses. <laughs> that's, probably, that's, a, that's a good question. They probably have it somewhere within your account where you can message people. It's probably all in their platform. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know by experience, y'all. I'm just saying. Um, but I was going to say to your whoops, to the point of having a website, when you're starting a business, if you can't do anything else, that's the one thing you need to do. Even if it's basic Linktree. And I say that because Linktree is free. Linktree, Linktree allows you to have landing pages, but also it's just credible. It means like you you at least took 10 minutes to create this thing to allow me to go and search you. Because if we haven't realized anything yet, y'all, we are in a digital age. If I, the first thing I do when I meet somebody and they're like, oh, I'm so-and-so and and this is my business. Okay, pull out my phone. First thing I'm doing is Googling your name. When you apply for a job nowadays, that's the first thing they do. They will Google your name and see what goes, what comes up. Now, some companies are even searching your social media. So think about that and also if I go to your social media and it don't correspond to what you do now I'm confused because if you are selling me purses but your social media is all about you on trips so what's the business are you traveling like you're my traveling agent or yes especially you you on trips without your purse without your own product like make it make sense like understand Deion Sanders said this and I love this quote he said you are your own brand every day you're Walk out you represent you and he understood that like he never had it from what he said this is not me assuming this is what he said that he understood marketing he understood every time I get on that field I am my own brand and mm-hmm. I want If y'all don't take anything away from this like one get a website two understand you're your own brand and three just 10 minutes 10 minutes will get you a website hell if you don't want to do it get on fiber and pay somebody $10 to do it well I'll just say this first and foremost if you ain't got the time nor the dedication nor the determination to put into say business do everyone a favor and don't start it hard truths Coming from now are true. For those of you that do have time and are passionate in all the things, I do have some, a few resources that I think would help. Okay. You can go to, I think it is sba.gov. We'll get that corrected and make sure we put it in the blog, but it is a small business administration. Okay. There are so many resources on the site for everything from funding. I think there's resources as far as starting business plans, there's resources for certifications. Your certifications, like Nay was mentioning earlier, are really key. And even things that can certify you as a woman-owned business or as a Black-owned business, as a business that provides veteran services, like there's so many on there. And those certifications can equate to funding and grants and things of that nature that can help you put yourself in your business in positions of success. I mean, it's literally, it's the Small Business Administration. It's a full government administration designed to create spaces for people to thrive and to be successful with their businesses on a smaller scale. So if that means your hair braiding business is something that you want to start, go to the website, see what certifications they have, see what resources they have for you, whether they be webinars, whether they be articles, resources, websites, whatever. There's so much just on that particular site that you could go and get a lot of start Starting information to be able to put yourself in position yourself for success. And I guarantee you some of those other businesses that may be in the same sector as you, because everybody, you know, there's not just one hair braider, right? There's many people within the same business, but they aren't doing business like you're doing business. You see what I'm saying? There's only one you. There's only one way that you can do it. And there's only one mission and purpose in the manner that you present it. So put yourself in a position where you can have the most visibility to have the most success. Cause I guarantee you those people in those business Facebook groups don't even know that website exists and they're doing a lot more business than you are. So just think about the amount of business and success that you can have actually having a foundation and a legitimate structure on your business that can take you well above what it is that you're wanting. But as Nakai mentioned, if you have the time, if you are dedicated and you're committed to whatever your mission is, then do it. If those things aren't really in alignment, something may have to get. And that's okay. Yeah, because they also have like local chapters too. And depending on which area you're in, like some of them actually host like small free events, again, a word free at different libraries. So check out your library and see what they offer too. But also understanding that there is more than enough to go around. The Sunny D tapped on it. I really don't think we believe that as a culture, but y'all there is more than enough to go around. Literally more than enough because- how she said how you will do your business will be totally different than how somebody else is gonna do their business. And not only that, your clients are not the same. Like I may have clients that are extremely high end, right? That are okay with dropping eight and nine hundred dollars just to get their hair hair done, right? Somebody else may not be okay with that. Their price range may be two to three hundred. Somebody else may not be okay with that. And their price range may be fifty to sixty dollars, but understand. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Sunny D raised her hand and said, Yeah, that's me. I'm in the $50, $60. We're not going more over that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but understand, one, understand your population or your target, your avatar. Understand your purpose for doing this, meaning your purpose and your why. If you don't have a purpose and you don't have a why, having to actually dedicate the time like Sunny B and they said, you think it's a nine to five? Nah, baby, this is a, when I get out of work, I'm working. Well, on my weekends, I wanna go hang out. No, I got work to do. Man, y'all going over here, going to the club, dropping like it's hot. Hey, y'all going to a lounge, y'all going to brunch? I'm working because you have to understand your why, but you also need to understand what does what does this look like if it's successful? What does it look like when you start making money? What does this look like when you have a team and other people are dependent on you? What does your time management skills look like now? And what do you ideally want them to look like? What does your ideal customer look like? What do you want that ideal customer experience to be? What do you want? How do you want that to be? What systems do you need? What systems are in place? What podcasts can you listen to that are, that's free? What, what can you go on TikTok and Google about organization, organizing a home, if that's your lane? What can you think about it, interior design? Oh, I need to be interior designer. This is what I want to do. Oh, I can, when they said, and I think Sunny D said it too, what um, Ivy League schools can I go and get a certificate from to get certified and have that behind me to say I'm an interior designer? So the question for everyone, honestly, if you're navigating these waters is, do you really want it? And how bad do you want it? But what what's your why? Because if you don't have a why, you're going to be going in circles. And believe me, I've been there. You don't want to do that. I'm trying to help y'all out. Live vicariously through me right now. Don't go in circles. Don't waste that time. So yeah, re-listen to this episode because there's a lot of gems in here. And we gave y'all some free game too. A lot of free game. You just have to actually understand and know what gems are versus just listening just to listen. So yeah. (laughs) And with that, we're going to move into moments of melanation. Moments of melanation. Melanation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today, for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting... Y'all, today's Moments of Melanation are my wonderful, wonderful ladies on the pod. These ladies have started businesses. I've seen the headaches that have come from their business venture. I've seen their pivot. I've seen their deep, deep internal introspections of, is this for me? (laughs) Like, do I want to continue on? Do I have the, in Nakai's favorite word, right about now, capacity to do it and give it my all? And they're just inspirational, you know, like they still have a full time job, still have, you know, in Sunny D's case, a significant other, like she's a puppy mom. So it's not like they have nothing to do. Nakai over here you got 75 million different hats that she's only letting people know to a super spy, but they they are doing it and most of the time, even though it gets stressful and hard, they do it with a smile on their face and with a gracious open heart to still, you know, come to bat for those that they love and care about. So, I am saying not only thank you, but kudos to y'all for just being awesome examples of what it means to be false Black women. All I can think of, I can't see it coming down my eyes, so I gotta let the song cry doom, 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 doom. <laughs> <Come in. laughs> oh thank you boo yeah I'm crying internally that's why I said that like you know the Jay-Z song make the song cry thank you that means so much I don't even know what to say I'm speechless I love how your voice begin all high-pitched sometimes. It'd be cracking me up because it comes out of nowhere. Same sentiments. Thank you, because that wasn't, that wasn't on the docket earlier when I looked at this, so uh, surprise. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, man, starting businesses is um, an adventure, okay? And I have learned a lot about myself, and I am still learning things about myself, and there are some things I've learned about myself that I don't like, but that's real life. For those of you that are starting businesses, realization will be realized. <laughs> In reality don't want to wear So, but you know, we try. We are doing our best with what we have. And yeah, I think the word of the the season is capacity and realizing what that is. I've learned how to spell that very quickly recently. So, amen. Praise the Lord. I love that you said that because I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. Uh-huh. I don't know all the lyrics, y'all. Anyway, but I feel like that was a really popular song back in the day, right? Yeah. Okay. We saying back in the day, like these young kids. I just don't remember who sung it. Oh, Mary J. Blige. Oh, right. That was on a movie, right? Okay. Let me let me focus. So, <laughs> I thank you so much because, like, like Sunny D said, like starting a business will bring out the best in you if you continue, but it will highlight areas of growth. It will highlight days when it's either motivation, consistency, or sometimes you just want to say no. But through it all, for me, I can say like having, and what we talked about uh, looping back to the quote, having a team behind you, but not just having a team, because anybody can have a team, right? Having team members that one, want to see you grow. Two, not jealous of your growth. Three, are not afraid to be real with you and sit you down and say, listen, I see what you're doing, but it's not functioning. You doing this, it's impacting this, this, and this, and this, and this. And having the emotional capacity to be like, she's not coming at me. She's helping me. And she's saying this out of love because sometimes we think we got everything and we think we know everything, blah, 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 but you only know what you know. And if somebody else has that expertise and knowledge, use it. And I'll use us as an example. Like I know, and I'm sure y'all know this by now. If y'all been kicking with us, y'all know my mind don't be mining when it comes to writing. If I was to write the blog, y'all would be mad because y'all be like, I can't follow. This Girl's all over the place. And that was a consistent thing What I got in when I was growing up and writing class. And she's all over the place. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but understanding that's Nay's strength. Creativity and understanding like editing and like really the visual stuff, that's Sunny D strength. And like me for me, systems. If you give me a system, I'll implement it. I do what I need to do. That's my strength. But putting us together, we are unstoppable. However, understanding that every Single part of this process, starting this business, starting just learning what we were going to talk about from day one to now. Everything for me has been not just like a blessing in disguise, but has grown me and opened up other opportunities that I would have never thought about. It has (laughs) Nay always calls it my baby. But what she don't realize it's all of our baby because some stuff is happening in the spiritual realm that they don't know about yet, but it's coming. But to see how being the word consistent, y'all, consistency, 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 because when I say it was days that we didn't want to record, there were days that we were just like F this. There were days where, wow, Lord. But there were days that t- almost took us out, like for real, for real. But at the end of the day, we were consistent because we made a commitment to each other, right? So all that being said, I'm over here being emotional, trying not to cry. But thank you, Nay. Thank you, Sunny B. Y'all don't understand how much I love y'all. I know Nay gave this to Sunny B and me, but she don't even realize that she's her own business. Like she literally, I, I won't put her out there, but she literally is her own business. She'll be doing some consulting and things like that because she got a lot of stuff coming down the track too so I roll, yes but she ain't doing it alone she got a whole entire team and village and state and country behind her just like sunny d do too so we got this and with that i'm gonna take a time to wipe my tears so for our affirmation of the episode so we have song lyrics because WNB Pod always got song lyrics. And it's from one of my favorite kitty TV shows. Shout out to Alex. And it goes a little something like this. I got this. I got this. I got, 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 got this. Who's got this? Got this. So y'all, in starting your business, understand you got this. Who got this? You got this. And that's from our friend on Disney's The Chicken Squad. Bah, bah, bah. Yay, I like that. It makes me want to sing and dance. <laughs> um, so with y'all, thank y'all for listening to this episode. We really, really hope that if you're um entrepreneur, about to start a business, thinking about it, like something in this episode you can take away, but just don't listen, take away and actually do like action. Faith without works is dead. The works equals action. You got to do some action. And with that, we want to say, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all can catch us every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple podcast, YouTube, Google pack, Google, Google podcast. <laughs> and you can catch all of naysays at where's my again, where's my And with that, we are over and out. Bye. Peace out.